Welcome to the Public Services Reform Podcast Series from the Centre for Markets and Public Organisation. My name is Saskia Walcott and today I'm at a conference at CMPO on access to justice in the employment tribunal system. The conference was organised by Morag McDermott and Nicole Busby as part of a wider research project exploring the role played by the Citizens Advice Bureau in employment disputes. Starting with you Morag, can you give us an overview of the aims of the research project? Thanks, Saskia. Yes, this project that brought about the seminar today is called Citizens Advice and Employment Disputes. It's part of a a larger programme of of research which is uh, called Advice Agencies New Sites of Legal Consciousness, which is funded by the European Research Council. The programme of work came about because of existing work that I had been doing with Citizens Advice Bureau. And it it was becoming um, very clear that Citizens Advice Bureau and their volunteer advisors were becoming very key actors in legal disputes, helping citizens resolve problems that were essentially legal problems. So it was interesting about new, if you like, legal actors. So we drew up um, a programme of work which wanted to look at uh, their role. This particular um, project about employment disputes also came out of a concern that Nicole and I had about workers trying to take uh, their disputes through the employment tribunal system and that the voices of the most vulnerable workers, marginalised workers, a lot of them were agency workers, people in part-time and very precarious employment, the voices of those people trying to resolve their employment disputes wasn't really being heard. What we were hearing is the voices of employers and that the employment dispute system is costing business lots of money. And what we weren't hearing was the stories of people actually trying to use the employment tribunal system and other dispute mechanisms to get justice, as they saw it. So this project is specifically set up, therefore, to look at the employment disputes area. Nicole, that's that's a project that you're leading on. Can you tell me a bit more about it? Yes, um, Morag and I are working in partnership with Citizens Advice um, and I'm based in Scotland at Strathclyde University and we're looking at uh, empirical research um, across uh, the whole of the UK, uh, working with the Citizens Advice Bureaus as partners to the project, so we're gaining access to some of the clients that come through their doors with employment disputes um, and using their cases to tell their stories uh, in various ways. Um, and it's quite a, a, a long period of uh, research. I think uh, it's going to take us a couple of years to gather and analyse the data. So there's quite a lot of data collection going on, um, but focusing very much on those workers that Morag referred to who are largely unrepresented, so they are not uh, represented by trade unions and have difficulty or find it uh, impossible in some cases to afford solicitors fees uh, and therefore um, their only recourse to any representation or support would be through the Citizens Advice Bureau. So has there been um, an increase in these type of clients going to the CAB over the last few years? 
Yes, there has. I mean, there's been an increase um, over more than the last few years, although we've seen, I think during the recession, we've seen uh, these sorts of claims increase, um, as you would expect, I suppose, in, in line with other um, employment issues. Um, the reason why CABs have become main players, actually, in the uh, industrial relations picture is largely to do with declassification. Trade unions just do not have the same sort of support and membership numbers as they previously did. Employment law has become very individualised. Um, it's now the case that lots of employment rights can only be accessed by the individual um, going before an employment tribunal. Um, so this individualises and in some ways privatises the whole sort of disputes picture, I think, for um, employment in a way that can be quite worrying and can be very bewildering for these unrepresented, sometimes vulnerable clients that we're working with. So what does that mean from a social perspective, the fact that you've got certain groups, for social policy, certain groups going to the CAB, which is a volunteer body? Um, um, I'm not sure of its legislative state in terms of, of the law. Well, citizens' advice and... <coughs> Uh, voluntary sector advice agencies are, are increasingly finding themselves under pressure. And pressure from, from two directions. Firstly, because with, with rising unemployment, uh, with reduction in, 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 in benefits, they're, they're having an increasing number of clients who've got nowhere else to turn, really. And so they go to citizens' advice to try and get some uh, form of, of, of resolving their dispute. Um, so, in terms of, of, if you like, social issues, citizens' advice and other advice agencies, say like Shelter, Shelter have a very wide network of, of advice agencies, are becoming critically important in terms of, 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 of people being able to uh, exercise their rights, or even know about what their rights are. I mean, I think that's, that's quite what's quite important about um, advice agencies, is that they often can be the point at which somebody realises that there actually may there may be a way of trying to, to, to resolve this issue. So what do you think might be the impact of your research and who may benefit from it? Okay, well let's talk a little about who's involved in the research to start with. So the research is primarily working with Citizens Advice Bureau throughout um, England, Scotland and Northern Ireland and it, we're, so we've, we're going to have six, maybe seven case studies. We're looking at the sorts of provision that advice bureaus can offer. And one of the things that's very interesting is a whole range of uh, different provisions. And I, I think that our story is going to be also a story of devolution at the end of the day, that there are differences between Scotland and Northern Ireland and the England and Wales uh, tribunal systems. Um, so, citizens' advice are key. There are research sites, uh, but we're also working with the Advisory Conciliation and Arbitration Service, who become important in terms of uh, that process of dispute resolution. You so mean ACAS? ACAS, um, and also uh, employment tribunal judges have an interest in uh, our research. Yes, we've had some really good feedback. We, we did a pilot study for this research, which has been published, and we had some really good feedback from um, the employment tribunal judges in Scotland, actually, who are very interested in the study, um, and I know it's been kept under review there. And we've been asked or approached about perhaps providing some sort of 
training um, session um, at some stage when we have further findings from the current research for employment judges. So in that way, I hope that we can actually have a direct influence on the way that uh, tribunals uh, practice and procedure develops over time. So to answer your original question about um, impact beyond uh, the tribunal um, system, we, we very much hope that it's going to uh, provide advice agencies with an idea of uh, how best they can intervene, um, uh, the, the range of mechanisms they might have and what works in different cases. Um, but we, we also think it will have a wider social impact in terms of, 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 of creating uh, much more awareness of those voices that are very much uh, unheard at the moment about people in uh, very vulnerable positions trying to find some route to resolving employment disputes. Thank you very much, Moraga Nicole.